Hey, good evening, it's Sabine. It's Thursday where I am, I have to think. <laughs> I've been looking at calendars all week. <laughs> Ancient ones, new ones, ours. And um, after a lot of calendar juggling and doing deep dives into the scriptures, um, I believe the Lord led me to a new understanding. Letting go of established patterns and uh, in this case rabbinical thought sometimes is very difficult but it's very worthwhile and one of the conclusions i'm drawing in this article is that the feast of barley fruit for uh, first fruits is on the near horizon and that it's scheduled to take place this sunday so this is an announcement video for the new article because I'm not going to be able to do a complete uh, run through. But it's also a question um, that I'd like to put before you to, if you have the time, of course, uh, to read it. If you have little time, as always, the information is condensed in the calendar. So most of all the relevant points are noted on the calendar and um, if you do have the time then you can take a look at the content i'm going to give an overview of heavenly alignments and all the signs from today april 13th the commemoration of the crossing over of the israelites into the promised land and what is um i think spectacular is that it was on the other side of the Red Sea that they completed the Feast of Eleven Bread. And by combining the scriptures from Exodus 15, Leviticus 23, uh, Deuteronomy 26, and the time marker in the Book of Jubilees 49, we can actually conclude that the offering of the first fruits in Moses' days to be established for all the years afterward. Um, took place uh, on the other side of the Red Sea and it's supposed to take place on and <laughs> this is when uh, it can be a little bit complicated it's supposed to take place on the first day after the Sabbath after the entire Feast of Unleavened Bread long story short that Sunday <laughs> It coincides with the account that the Essenes have on their calendar, which is in this case a solar calendar. They had two, two calendars, but this one is their solar calendar. It is listed in the article, and if you've been with me for a longer time, um, we have covered the Essene calendar in great detail for, I think, a little over a year, uh, a little while ago. And if not, that's okay. Uh, you'll pick it up really quickly and all the uh, details about this calendar and the instruction if you want to know more are there because the Lord has instructed us just like the disciples to follow the man with the water jar Aquarius the water bearer because he would lead us to the upper room which was in the Essene quarter in Jerusalem and you could not just go into that quarter uninvited and get an upper room especially if you like jesus wanted to book an upper room for a pre-passover gathering which was not on the rabbinical passover 
So the contention between the Essenes, the wilderness bride, and the rabbinical order um, has been there from the get-go. And it was because of uh, the leading of the Essenes that I found this marker on the calendar. And I remembered a prophetic word through our uh, sister Mandy Ralph that the Lord said, um, that we should not go by men's teachings <laughs> and uh he emphasized he had emphasized april 16th a while back and at the time i didn't see as much i made some references earlier but now i believe the spirit is bringing things in to focus so you're going to find an overview of heavenly alignments and signs from today until april 20th and prophetic highlights, especially for Nissan 21 to 24, uh, because last week I already did a complete overview, but now I'm zooming in on these dates and all the events that uh, come along with that. And the significance of Sunday's commemoration of Leviticus 23 and the Essenes' first fruits offering, because it's the Lord's first fruits that are going to be harvested first. The bridal overcomers but also the innocent in christ they're also part of the first fruits and then next week there are key prophetic markers and signs in the heavens we have a hybrid solar eclipse but also a very special upcoming new moon sighting and a reference to a potential uh shabbat rosh chodesh um, when the new moon coincides with the sabbath or when the uh, sabbath precedes the new moon sighting which is a direct reference to first samuel 20 of david one of the bright types being absent from that new moon banquet so last month we were all looking up <laughs> i think the entire world was including the muslims with their ramadan starting on the new moon officially and I think it's going to be very uh, insightful to do the same watch next week, if we're even here. And the main message of this article is to be and stay ready spiritually, but also to inform and help others. The Lord lays on your heart. Um, believers, uh, but also non-believers. The information linked over here, a special page, is available to uh, different groups of people and it is something you can hand out post on your wall on Facebook but also print out and leave behind um, if you expect people to come to your home after the first departure and this is an interesting uh, document about the coming Exodus 2.0 plagues we've talked about that before that the Lord is going to reverse the Exodus plagues um, starting with the departure of the firstborn part of the plague of the firstborn for the egyptians at the time and the three days of both spiritual and physical darkness with demonic manifestations a plague preceded by clear celestial signs of northern lights red skies so each plague is described with the accompanying signs for people to be able to discern uh, christian and non-christian where to find the plague in scripture and the instructions that the lord has given us to follow and these are important because these are life and death instructions 
Um, the document is suitable for overcoming believers, for lukewarm and wayward believers, as well as non-believers. So this is something you can either print out and have on hand on paper, but also share uh, digitally uh, on your platforms, on your walls, um, share with loved ones and family, because it's important for them to be able to read this um, as soon as possible, because then they will have the time to digest it, to process it. And even if they are reluctant to accept it or believe it, once these signs start manifesting, they will recognize it right away. So then there will be an overview of the heavenly signs from today until April 20th with the uh, markers to, uh, with regard to time in the heavens. Of course, the potential of the fulfillment of the Swedish boys vision. Um, this weekend, I did a rerun of the celestial outline from Friday morning, seven o'clock to Sunday leading to the same high watch the day of solemn assembly today um, plus three days uh, these three days are also found in the scriptures because as the israelites crossed over it took them three days to find water in the wilderness of shore and the book of jubilees mentions that they finished uh, the festival on the shore of the Red Sea in that wilderness. And the word sure or sure has a lot of rapture meaning embedded into it. And I think you're going to be encouraged when you read it. And then the heavenly signs for Nisan 24, the conjunction of the moon and Saturn, I believe, is the key sign to look for. That day, in addition to the alignment of Venus in the constellation Taurus at the Hyades, I believe this conjunction marks a fullness of time. And I'm giving you the overview, the links to vet the information yourself and the conclusions I am drawing, um, which I believe are very uh, promising. Um, a picture arises of the fullness of time and being infilled with the spirit to the utmost. The um, playing of David's harp in the heavens, Venus at the star that denotes the Church of Philadelphia in the Hyades. The heavens on April 17th is when the upright fish is dressed in splendor. The moon is going to traverse the band of the upright fish. And you can read what I believe that means over here. And then a summary of the other prophetic highlights for Nisan 14, the Leviticus 23 first fruits offering, of course, on the um, lunar calendar, but also in the Essene calendar, coinciding with the start of the second upper room gathering with Jesus. We have a picture of an eighth day potential circumcision after the spirit birth of the Lord's believers on Nisan 17. The... Uh, missing of the man-child. Jesus as a young child goes missing after the Passover celebrations. And then the end of Daniel's feast, after which he is given a vision at the Tigris, the Hidekel River, Daniel 10 to 12. So here there's an extensive uh, description of the Leviticus 23, uh, first fruits offering, 
the second upper room gathering with Jesus transformed, appearing uh, out of nothing into the midst of the disciples behind closed doors. The eighth day circumcision and naming pattern, um, I believe, applies to these uh, selected disciples, the missing man-child after Passover, the Essene solar calendar, and the marking on their calendar on April 16th, and their calendar is, um, the workings are different, so for them it's Nisan 26, but it is the, because scripture doesn't speak of a date, it speaks of a day, the Sunday or the first day after the Sabbath, after the Feast of Unleavened Bread. So we end up at the same day, regardless of whether or not you're following the lunar or, in this case, the Essene solar calendar. Daniel's fast, Nisan 24, the scripture markers to 416 and 417. Joshua meets the Lord right before the start of the march and the siege on Jericho, which starts Ayah 1, the next new moon. And then David, Jonathan, and a new moon banquet. There are two types of special uh, Shabbats, the Shabbat Rosh Chodesh and the Machar Chodesh uh, Sabbath. And when does that apply? So this upcoming new moon sighting is going to be uh, equally exciting, I believe, as the last one, if we are still here. And then at the end notes, if you really want to do a deep dive, <laughs> you can. So if you want to do that deep dive into the different calendar systems used in the gospel, especially with regard to the Last Supper, how Esther, a knower of the times in her days, used her knowledge of the calendars and intercalation, the addition of an extra month at the end of the year to help the Jewish people overcome the enemy and thwart uh, Haman's wicked plans, uh, you can do so over here. So let's roll back to the beginning of the article. And we're back in the upper room, which leads me to thank you for watching, for your input, your feedback, and prayers for me, but also for one another. Let us be mindful to not just be truthful in communicating, but also led of the Spirit and in a loving way because the Lord is doing a very deep work in each and every one of us. The enemy is working overtime and he loves to cause division amongst the brethren. So much love.